Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hormone Helper Podcast. I'm Coach Andrew, your Hormone Helper from Fit for All Fitness. I personally coach over 1,600 men and women to help better understand their hormones so they can lose weight and get their metabolism back on track. With this podcast, you're going to hear from me and my special guests about everything from metabolism to thyroid to weight loss. And we even talk a little bit of sexy time as we chat to spread more knowledge thick like butter on your hormones. If you're ready to learn, I'm ready to share. So let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast episode crew. Today, we're going to discuss how you can balance hormones for weight loss and do that using food because why not food, right? Food is nature's natural medicine after all. So I wanted to go into this weight loss today because it seems like every single one of the clients who've worked with me, at least in these past three years, have struggled with about 30 plus pounds that they just can't seem to make go away or that leave and come back within the next couple of months. So that's never fun, the whole weight loss yo-yo. Now, it didn't always used to be that way. About eight years, um, I think it was eight years ago when I was just a regular personal trainer. Holy cow, it's been eight years already. Wow. Um, All right. So eight years since being a personal trainer, it was really rare for me to come across people who couldn't lose weight no matter what they tried. Normally, people didn't lose weight because of uh, traditional excuses that we all come across, you know, just basic life stuff, lack of time, not sure what to do with their food, stress eating, cravings for sugar and salt, or the best one in my book, they just couldn't seem to help get themselves motivated enough to start activity on their own. Hence, why they came and they worked with me. Now, of course, these things are challenges. And people I come across in our programs now, they still experience some of those things a bit. But now there's another aspect, the aspect of hormone damage from food, from medication, stress, or even pregnancy change. So now, while not everyone believes they have hormone issues, and probably everyone doesn't have hormone issues, I will say this. I want you to remember in the past when your weight didn't change. Remember when you could eat whatever food you wanted and you never gained a single pound, even if you tried. Now, really think about this. You used to be able to hold a weight and you used to be able to maintain your body's metabolism, even without having to blink an eye or even try really hard. But now that's changed. Now it seems that with every generation, we get bigger and bigger, and we have a harder and harder time keeping that weight off. So this is what I want you to ask yourself. What is it that changed? What changed? Okay. I'll share with you guys something that my dad has a special name for, which I think is funny. He calls it getting bigger boned person as you get older. You, you remember that the whole I'm bigger boned and the, uh, I have the keg and not the six pack thing. <laughs> like, of course we know that bones don't just keep growing, but it's a really funny and shameless way of saying, Hey, yeah, I'm bigger than before. Now, some of you listening, you're probably going to say to yourself, uh, Andrew, why are we talking about weight? Have you ever been overweight? I get a lot of that. Do you know what it even feels like to be overweight? And in truth, no, I've never been overweight a day in my life. Now I have been severely underweight and with my treatments, I lost a lot of muscle mass. At one point I was down to about 130 pounds. I know that that was the worst time in my life being super exhausted every day, never having enough energy 
forcing myself to sleep multiple times just to kind of get by and survive my day, it wasn't great. But the reason why that I share this is because both directions, they face the same issue. So whether you're losing a bunch of weight that you can't control while you're losing, or you're gaining a bunch of weight that you can't control while you're gaining, that issue is the same. And the issue is that your hormones are off. So let me go into this a little bit. So we'll start with the metabolism. Your metabolism is run by four main hormones. You have estrogen, testosterone, your thyroid stimulating hormone, TSH, and your cortisol. So these hormones make up how your metabolism is supposed to run on a day-to-day -day basis. And yes, there's way more hormones in the body, but to simplify, these four are kind of the main leaders of the changes in our weight that we're all talking about in this episode. So let's go over a person's metabolism when it actually works right. A good metabolism function looks like, number one, we have a steady energy burn, meaning our natural energy is good. Two, we have consistent digestion in which we take energy in regularly. Three, we have an even and steady temperature within our body. Four, we have a healthy amount of recovery to protect our muscles and tissue. And five, five yeah, five, we've got controlled inflammation where the body can tolerate stressors. So all of this sums up to a healthy functioning human being. And that human being can maintain how much muscle they have. They can maintain how much energy you use at any given moment, how much water you have in our cells to transport nutrients and how much fat you carry at one time, which is basically the reserve fuel for your body to use. All of these things that I just shared right now, the water, the muscle, the tissue, the fat, these things make your weight as it is right now. So simplified bones, your muscles and tissues, your fat and water. This is what that end result number is. Now, if you are a healthy person, that breakup is going to look like this. 60%-ish of water, 6%-ish of minerals and vitamins floating around, 16% muscle and tissues, and about 16-ish uh, percentage of body fat tissue. So we're looking at a 66 and then 16% split both ways from muscle and fat. Now these percentages, they can vary pretty wildly with people depending on a couple factors. Like if you're hydrated, if you eat a lot of protein with your diet, and if you have a really high body fat content from let's say not taking care of yourself or lack of activity. So I tell you all of this so that way you can understand why the body wants to stay the same weight. You see, whether we lose weight or we gain weight, that requires a significant amount of extra work by the body because now we have to change and alter those internal percentages and shift the hormones to do so. So the body being a really efficient machine knows that normally it's less work to keep what you have than to change another weight. So in truth, this is because the body's really lazy as hell. And as an efficient machine, it doesn't want to make more work for itself. So we call this ability to stay the same or to keep the same weight and the same body function as your body's BMR. Have you ever heard of that before? BMR. Sometimes doctors use it. Other people might use it. You might have heard of things like BMI. 
BMR is basically base metabolic rate, which is how much energy or calories is required for you to burn at rest and still stay the exact same. And it's crazy to me that not many people go into this as to how it actually affects somebody's weight. So losing weight is a matter of really using or burning more calories than you intake each day. So with a good, healthy person who wants to lose weight, if their hormones are functioning regularly, they just simply need to exercise more, which increases their burn, and then eat less, less crap preferably, and then their weight's going to drop. And we all know those people who, hey, they just seem to do that. They're like, I don't know. I cut the stuff out of my food. I started exercising and now my weight is gone. That's because their hormones are normal. But this doesn't happen when someone has hormone imbalance. So when a person's hormones are off, there is a chemical chain reaction, which places your body in a permanent fat storing state, making it almost impossible to drop weight. Even if you exercised every day and ate like a pigeon for a week. So from a weight loss perspective, the way the body works hormonally is through fat storing and fat using hormone, which is estrogen. So as you use energy through the day, it is estrogen that determines how much of the fat you use, as well as how much of the energy from the food we we eat places straight into storage versus using it in the moment as energy to fix things. Now, alongside the fat storing and using, we also have our active energy hormone, which is cortisol which helps us rise with high levels of energy. And it's also responsible for using our active energy stored within our cells. We can use this energy for activity, walking, thinking, or pretty much any action that you can think of per day. So cortisol keeps the monitor on your gas tank of energy that we have, and it makes sure that we have steady usage, which means that it has to talk to estrogen quite a lot to make sure that What we're storing from an estrogen side matches what we're using from cortisol on any given day. So these two are like sisters. They're talking to each other back and forth, a give and take. They're sharing each other's clothes because that's what sisters do. And essentially they've got the conversion. Now, when these two are talking, we've got another hormone, which is for our thyroid that stimulates or helps the production of either of those two systems. So it either helps the production of estrogen or cortisol. So that thyroid hormone or TSH, it's really the thermostat of how fast hot or how slow cold we run every day to make sure that both systems are always working and that one isn't falling behind. So with these three, with estrogen being the storage hormone, cortisol being the usage hormone, they're talking together and the thyroid stimulating hormone says, I'm going to help whoever's lower or whoever needs the most assistance right now. But there is one final hormone as a part of our little system here. We can't forget testosterone, which of course dictates how much muscle and tissue we keep versus how much fat we have. So testosterone and estrogen they pretty much fight each other daily. This is like the, the brother in the sister's relationship. And when one is high, the other is low. So if you have high testosterone, you have low fat. If you have high estrogen, you have high fat, but low muscle. 
This affects our weight because at any point we can lose muscle or we can lose fat depending on who's winning the argument at the moment. So now for your hormone system to be imbalanced, it starts in three ways. One, we have a person who starts developing really high levels of estrogen over time. Now I've talked about this a lot on the podcast for estrogen. So if you go see the EDCs episode, it's, it's called endodisrupting, endocrine disrupting chemicals. Uh, you'll be able to see that episode for the exact causes of there's a tons of things that cause estrogen change for, for the hike. But when estrogen becomes high through whether it's certain foods, medications, or chemicals that we intake like EDCs, the body then follows the path of high estrogen. This means we have high body fat storage because higher estrogen is signaling the body to store more weight. And it also means that we have a struggling thyroid hormone because the thyroid now is trying to help the other hormone cortisol pick up the pace with the amount of energy that you store. Now, of course, you screw up testosterone because that means that the weight that you're putting on is all fat and no muscle because of the high estrogen. So that's number one, high estrogen screws up the entire system. Now for number two, the second way is through cortisol first. You see, cortisol has to manage your energy levels. And if you are using way more energy than you bring in, then of course, cortisol is going to try to increase so it can get more energy and make you function better. This happens mainly through people who have excessively high levels of stress, who overtrain or overexercise themselves, or work a very, very physically demanding job, or they have a lack of recovery because they don't sleep or spend enough time repairing their body. So in this case, cortisol says to estrogen, hey buddy, I'm always short on energy, so please store more fat for me. You gain fat as a result. And then your thyroid again tries to keep up with cortisol and then testosterone starts to go down which makes this vicious cycle work again really there's nothing that testosterone could do to help so it just kind of takes a back seat while your body gains a bucket ton of weight in either of these first two issues high estrogen or high cortisol the result comes from this pair either estrogen and cortisol or cortisol and estrogen the other two hormones they just react according like they're supposed to. So what about that third hormonal imbalance then? Because it can't just be all about those two. Well, this hormone imbalance is due to a condition. So a physical condition that someone might have. So many people like me a while back, unfortunately get the short end of the stick. So things like having a hyper or hypoactive thyroid, which slows down the way you make your thyroid hormone. Things like having low testosterone, like me, in which your body is naturally inclined to lose muscle instead of fat, or possibly people who have like a head or kidney injury, which affects hormone production and prevents cortisol from being made in proper amounts. There are tons of different changes that essentially show there. So, from this perspective, I say this, right? Like we were all dropped on our heads as a child, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. I, I was not, I'm going to be in huge trouble because my mom listens to this podcast. So I'm, I'm sure she's, she's going to be thrilled. Uh, if you're tuning in mom, don't worry. I love you. Even though you dropped me as a child. 
<laughs> oh, anyways, I, I love that. This can even happen. Okay, so so regardless of, of how the hormones change, it's a physical condition, right? And this can even happen after pregnancy too. So I see that a lot where, you know, someone might have a pregnancy and then hormones don't regulate back to how they should normally be. So there's kind of that instance. Now, when you have a condition, it means that a certain body part that's functioning hormonally, it's not doing it the way it needs to. And for this, for this type of hormone imbalance, this is where you may actually need some medications along with natural changes from your food and your sleep routine. So we have the three, we have the high estrogen, we have the high cortisol, which changes the whole four hormones of the systems. And then we have hormone imbalance, like being dropped on your head as a baby or, <laughs> or having any physical issues. So now that we know the difference between these three, ask yourself this, are you experiencing one of these three? Then you're going to ask yourself for how long have you been experienced this imbalance? Because let's be real, sometimes we can trace it back to the first time weight started to be an issue for you. Or maybe you can trace it back to a second pregnancy or a hard hockey hit. Or maybe after you started taking birth control. Or maybe over five years after you started consuming a bucket ton of coffee each day. So there's always a pinpoint back to the cause. But even if for some reason we can't find the cause, you can still actively work on what to do about your hormones in the now, like right now. So as promised, here are some steps that essentially you can take to help you lose weight using food. So we're going to go through all the food stuff. And uh, oh, yeah, before we, we go in just quickly, by the way, if you guys have personal questions on hormonal imbalance, or you want to learn all the symptoms and the why behind each of these four hormone systems, I've got a phenomenal seminar coming up literally later this week, June 28th at 7 p.m., which is going to be solely on hormonal imbalance. So there you're going to be able to ask your personal questions and get answers as well. I'm going to drop the link in the show notes for the seminar, and it's free to register. So you literally just need your seat or need your pants in a seat, you know, sit down, hop onto Zoom, and, and you're going to be straight into the seminar and getting all the good, the good stuff. Okay. It's also going to be recorded as well. So for those of you who can attend, register anyways, so that way I can send you the recording. So I'll drop the link in the show notes, but the link to it is going to be fitforallfitness.com. And you guys know that's the number four. So fitforallfitness.com slash hormone imbalance. Pretty genius, right? Just put it all together. So plus, there's a special attendee discount um, for showing up for a hormone reboot program if you attend live. So if you're like, hey, I've always wanted to work with Coach Andrew, there might be an amazing opportunity for you to do that too. So now on to our natural steps. We're going to start first with the correction for estrogen. So like I said earlier, estrogen and testosterone, they fight for who is higher or lower. So this step is going to help in both the decrease in estrogen and also help in the increase in testosterone. So what I want you guys to do is to implement a higher amount of zinc-based foods into your diet. So zinc helps by assisting the body in converting hormones, especially converting testosterone. 
So if we have higher levels of testosterone in the body, we will naturally signal less levels of estrogen and estrogen is going to start coming down. A secondary benefit too, is it changes the amount of aromatase in the body, which is a chemical change where testosterone might convert into estrogen. So it decreases that from happening as well. We can find great levels of zinc in foods like red meat, including beef, lamb, or pork, uh, shellfish like uh, crab, shrimp, mussels, squid. Squid's great for this, although some people don't like the slimy stuff. Legumes, so chickpeas, lentils, and beans. Basically, zinc is naturally tied to high-protein source foods, and that's exactly what these items are. So we want to implement and look at zinc as a part from the estrogen and the testosterone perspective. Second natural step, we bring in more foods that have vitamin B because vitamin B helps lower our stress hormone cortisol. So that way the system doesn't break down. So the main B vitamins I'm looking for, B3, B6, and B12 from a hormone perspective. And we can select foods that have higher amounts of these to help the body process all of your hormones better, not just cortisol. So the food items are avocados, bananas, broccoli, spinach, walnuts, almonds, and olive oil. I'm slowing down so that way if you're, if you're the list person, because I know I'm the list person, instead of stopping the podcast, you can all write it down. Okay, so avocados, bananas, broccoli, spinach, walnuts, almonds, and olive oil. You only need five milligrams per day of each of these uh, B vitamins for you to be healthy for your cortisol level. So really think of all those items. Think of just getting two of these in each day and you're covered from a cortisol perspective. Now, finally, we can help the body's nighttime recovery with magnesium. This is going to be helping the thyroid part so that way the thyroid can heal and you don't have any thyroid hormone imbalances that are going to start building up from stress. Okay. So the magnesium does this by helping the muscle tissues and ligaments better relax after contracting for long periods of time. So the more relaxed your body is, the easier it is for your body to repair itself each night, which is going to help your thyroid long-term. So from a food perspective, the biggest one is seeds, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, chia seeds, and hemp seeds especially. Their magnesium content is stupid high, and you only need like a quarter tablespoon for your daily intake. So quarter tablespoon of any of these seeds, and you're golden. Now, other foods, however, if you're like, I'm not a seeds person, okay, would be whole grains like ancient bread and fatty fish like salmon and halibut. So if you select two foods in each category, from the estrogen, from the cortisol, and from the thyroid, and you implement them daily into your routine consistently, you are going to start seeing significant changes in your weight, in your body composition, as well as your body's digestion and metabolism. Now, there's always an option too of taking a multivitamin as well. For those of you who are like, look, I'm not a fan of seeds, or I've got a ton of intolerances, I can't eat these items multivitamins are a great way to get all of the vitamins in, especially zinc, magnesium, and B vitamins, as long as they're clean without fillers. Because I've said it before, 
supplements with fillers, they do more harm than good. So as long as it's clean, right? Now me and Lorna, we only use clean basics for our supplements because they're clean. So if you need a good multivitamin, I encourage you to go to cleanbasics.com. So that's C-L-E-A-N-B-A-S-I-X. So clean basics with an X.com and then check out their male and female multivitamins. I'll drop the link to the show notes as well too, because I know sometimes people again are like, hey, I'm food conscious. Let me just use a multivitamin. And uh, there's a link in the show notes for 10% off too for listening. So make sure you use that code. So we've got our steps. Change the estrogen, change the cortisol, help with your thyroid, make sure that you're improving the testosterone. That's going to help you from a weight perspective better than you just trying to strip away a bunch of calories from food, trying to over-exercise and just break down your body. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Go get started on some real consistent weight loss and we will catch you on the next episode. See ya. Well, it seems I'm all out of info juice for today. That's all for this episode. And thank you so much for listening. Please leave a raving review for me if you've learned something good and make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, if you're in the mood for some more great content and tools to get your hormones on track, why not check out our free Facebook group and the blog on our site? We do amazing weekly trainings in our group that me and my wife call Tea and Teachings that give good tips for anything hormones and metabolism related. It's also a great community where you get to share your goals and success with like-minded people just like you. I'll make sure to drop both the Facebook group link and the blog link in the show notes for you. Or if you're ambitious like me, the name of the group is Weight Loss and Balanced Hormones. Uh, It'll say fit for all beside it with a picture of me. So come and join us and have more fun.